It's the, the yeah. opposite of ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> being aware is pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome, I'm Steve. And I breathed in so much carb cleaner last night that I woke up with a hangover. Yay! And I am coming to you live from the Forge Tome. Yeah! For the first time okay. on real internet. You're welcome. Also, before I... And this is Fools of Tools, <laughs> a podcast for the articulating arborist. Uh, before I go into what you guys have been up to, uh, I did exactly the same thing. I went to the workshop um, at some point in the last three months whatever fuck it like i am so my sense of time is all shot <laughs> it could have been um, yesterday it could have been 2019 yeah exactly um but yeah i went to the workshop and uh to make some axe handles fucked up all of them that's <laughs> I'll, I'll get onto that later um but i did like i was because i've been really ill and had snotty nose i was like no i'm gonna be sensible i'm gonna make sure i wear my mask the entire time i'm working with wood because wood is evil and um yeah when i was sanding down the wedges i was like oh they're any small that that won't matter they're any walnut <laughs> and i woke up with a hangover because wood is shit and it was all in my face um but yeah how are you guys how have you been what have you been up to brett seeing as you're in your shiny new shiny home uh tell us what what, what have you been doing for the last month how long we've been away <laughs> Yeah, it's been a little while, but I have been very productive, albeit just dealing with holiday times. I don't know. I felt like I was a bit unproductive, as productive as I was. That seems kind of strange to say, but I think there were a few days in there where I definitely didn't accomplish anything. That said, I did all the hot water plumbing and got that hooked up, wired, built a little box outside and repainted the entire exterior of the house. Since I plan on redoing a lot of the exterior anyways and possibly adding some things on, this was just the pin it up, let's try and make it look nice so that when the guy comes out for the residential paperwork, he doesn't say, oh, this looks like shit. Aside from that, I got to move inside and I was really happy because like, the majority of the exterior stuff is done. So big Yay. achievement there. And then getting to move inside, knowing that I had the hot water plumbing done uh i actually got to install the cabinet for the sink like the vanity i finished the medicine cabinet mirror situation hooked up my faucet to the hot water put the symbol sink in there and i have a working sink and then i installed my black toilet which was really nice so i have in the last couple of weeks been able to use Small amount of facilities over here. Um, still have to build out the kitchen space, which I started working on the other day. But like a lot of progress being made on on like getting closer to projects being actually finished, which everything has seemed like a, okay, well, that's done, but the, it's not actually done. I've done a portion of that project, you know. Like it's, it's, tiny... it's, so it's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got the lime plaster finally to do uh, the shower. I think I'm going to be capable. Hopefully I don't ruin it. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. And then like I got my washer dryer unit, which I, I have since had more talks with people about they didn't know this thing existed. And I keep bringing you two up as examples. I'm like, everybody in Europe has this. It's like one unit. It does everything. And they're like, but doesn't it take 20 hours to do a load of laundry? And you go, yeah. 
but it's one. Yeah, and it's exactly. small. And why, why is it in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah. and it's going to be hooked up to. Why my... don't you have a separate house for your washing machine, like all other Americans? <laughs> there you go. So yeah, and it turns out, uh, just by happenstance, one of our our friends that also lives in a tiny home locally, he has the exact same unit and has been using it. And he's like, it's it's great. Yeah, it takes a little while to do a load, but you know, we're just we're so spoiled over here by having these two gigantic beasts of appliances that do a load of laundry in 30 minutes when you're like i really yeah. need to wear this shirt i say and, and to be fair how how many like loads of laundry does one person need to do a week uh me personally and i don't yeah. know how this is if this is how you guys work but i'm pretty sure i've been wearing the same clothes for four days <laughs> yeah, so exactly. it's gonna be very minimal and it, it's exciting right like everything that i did in the bathroom and i think i mentioned this before was almost like a scaled down version of what needs to get done in the rest of the house, right? Yeah. I needed to sort out the electrical, the plumbing, reframing, lots of finishing and all that stuff, but on a small scale. Now I feel like I can actually bump up and the kitchen doesn't seem intimidating at all. I'm like, yeah, there's two pipes. You just hook all the stuff up into them and it's done. As far as the cabinetry goes in there, of course, I welded a bunch of angle iron together because woodworking is bollocks. So I have the skeleton for my kitchen cabinetry and then we'll keep making progress on that and then all of these little bells and whistles and accessories that you realize like oh yeah i have to do that too oh yeah i have to do that too. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. all the wall plates are the wrong color oh, okay all the light switches are wrong there's going to be lots of little things but last little statement the kitchen build out is the last thing that has to happen before i call the county for the permitting for that nice. big final check-in and if yeah. that goes through well then like that really starts my year off on a good foot and it it really opens up a lot of options for me to be able to build things out on the property and not really have to deal with everything I've been dealing with for the last two years yay so lots of lots of positive movement I feel like I've just been burying myself in housework and not really doing a whole lot else I think it's gonna be a fucking good year regardless of what's going on outside of this house. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, Al, what about you? What have you been up to since 2021? Then. Yeah. <laughs> since then. Um, since the as, as you can attest, Steve, uh, I, I built can. the uh, carport yes. in the driveway, um, which is a relatively simple build, but it now means that I can work in the rain and I can work at night because there's lights in as well. And I helped. I put up a... Uh, cross member Steve put up a cross member thank you yeah Steve. um it's great um I, I it could still maybe do with some sort of floor structure um just so at least it's flat and yeah. I'm not lying on the floor because <laughs> although it stops you from getting rained on it doesn't stop you from getting drained on because the water <laughs> still runs down the fucking drive um so ironically I'm, I'm under a roof but still soaking wet yeah um uh, but what it's allowed me to do is really get cracking on the uh, Escudo. Um, so I've basically got a car pretty much ready for an MOT, um, nice. considering it was like a 200 quid parts car uh, is no mean feat. Yeah. Um, and then I can really crack on with, as soon as it passes that, that MOT. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to work. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I to be fair, I um, I I've been in a very similar sort of situation. Uh, 
my I, I I basically had like work up until uh the day before Christmas Eve, then had Christmas Eve, which was essentially buy wrap all the presents. <laughs> um went and saw a couple of people, had Christmas, had uh so Boxing Day po- poker fucking hell. Boxing Day, normally we do Boxing Day poker where a few friends come around and we you know smoke some cigars, drink some whiskey, play some poker, and it's it's great. Um so I spent Boxing Day morning uh, decorating the Christmas tree because I hadn't decorated it before then. <laughs> nice. um, and uh, I just had, had a mass tidy up of the house. And essentially the the kind of the week before Christmas, um, I, I, was, I, was not, I, was, I was not doing so good. Um, it was like a combination of just being really busy, very much not being in the Christmas spirit and just bleh. And... Um, and yeah, so I'd let like a lot of shit pile up and Boxing Day morning I woke up and literally, I think I said this to you when I was up there, I was down to like the last teaspoon um, as in because I hadn't done any washing up in ages and all that. <laughs> and, um, and so yeah, I just had like a massive clean up, tidy up, sorted the house out, got a load of stuff sorted that should have been sorted weeks and weeks ago. Feels so much better, made me feel more Christmassy, made me feel more like actually wanting things. Um, so on boxing day poker, uh, my old housemate Ben came around and just chilled out. It was actually perfect, really, really nice. Um, then I drove up to Leeds and I went and saw Al and put up a cross member in his carport, which was extremely important. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, yeah, then went, we went and saw my friend Johnny and had a couple of drinks there. And then I drove back from Leeds very slightly hungover and um stopped in every service station to get a coffee uh and apparently unbeknownst to me i think i must have licked all of the toilets or something because the next day i felt fucking awful uh and then got my booster and then a combination of having a really shitty cold and my booster meant that i spent the whole of new year's being fucking terrible uh yay and then proceeded to spend the the next week and a half until now uh still feeling kind of shitty um (laughs) so i uh i spent all of my holiday uh led on the sofa doing not a lot um although one last thing that i did actually achieve which was yesterday uh i did a um so i can't remember when it was but like two three years ago soph asked me about some photo editing stuff uh and how to do like some photo editing um and one of the things that uh i said is oh you if you use the lightroom app it's really good um and i've said that to a few people when they've been asking about um photos and that within the group um so i kind of put a post out saying because a few people have asked uh anybody fancy just jumping on a hangout and just going through the app just to kind of demystify it because one of the problems i had when i tried using snapseed is I didn't know the app, I wasn't familiar with it. So when I tried editing some stuff on it, it just, none of it felt intuitive, none of it felt like it made sense. I didn't know where to find things. Um, so yeah, it was basically just a, an excuse to get some people together, go through it, um, give them like a bit of a start of a 10 sort of thing, and then let them go and play and figure it out on their own. Um, that proved to be way more popular than I was expecting. I had a bunch of people wanting to turn up to it. Uh, so we jumped on a hangout and kind of did that. Um, it was really good fun. Uh, I talked way too much, as <laughs> I'm prone to do. Um, but we've got the, the like, there was a Facebook um, chat group um, that started from that. And we've also got the Discord server. 
um, just as a way for people to keep keep talking about it. And so nice. if someone takes a photo and then they edit it and like they go from like a bland photo to a really nice photo, they can post both pictures in there and be like, oh, look at what I've done. I really like how I do this. Or, you know, if someone needs a bit of advice, they can post in there and ask. Um, and uh, and yeah, hopefully just kind of garner a bit more of that kind of collaborative community stuff that we all know and love with the okay. photography side of things. Um, Very good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I forgot something. <laughs> um, you were talking about New Year's. And yes. It was the classic every fucking year I do this where I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't have any plans. I don't, I'm, I've no interest in festivities yeah. or, you know. Um, but then one of the lads was like, oh, we're going for a, 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 a you know, like a, a walk on New yeah. Year's Eve, like a nice ramble in the countryside. Yeah. Um, and all the lads are from the Lake District. So we, we drove up to the Lake District. Um, and I don't have like, hiking gear or like you know <laughs> waterproof or really? like that so i just went in shorts and my work boots and uh you know a relatively pretend waterproof jacket <laughs> um with the pretext that we were just going for a nice walk yeah it turns out we were climbing three peaks in the lake district <laughs> um which i had no fucking Lucky idea tit. about uh and it was i think it was like 12 degrees uh non-freedom nice. units um on new year's eve which is pretty nice pretty mild yeah and like it wasn't pissing down with rain we're like oh it's gonna be lovely and then we get up the first peak and it's absolutely fucking pissing down and (laughs) it it was like blowing like a hurricane like we couldn't we couldn't you couldn't stand up yeah if you stood up it would just blow you off the mountain so Mm -hmm. we basically had to like crawl up the mountain yeah and you couldn't go back down it was the way that the the, the first ascent is you kind of it's only safe if you keep going up (laughs) And nice. so we, we just had to get to the top, and then, yeah. like, luckily, it's it's um it's around a lake called Buttermere, and it's basically like a horseshoe. Okay, and yeah. once you get into that, you're kind of protected all the way around. Yeah. So it it wasn't as windy, but we were basically up mountain the entire fucking <laughs> New Year's Eve, and it was freezing cold, and we were all soaking wet, and then we were just having to like yeah. cross the the whole of the mountainside was just completely waterlogged. Sounds um, fucking wonderful. So we were just like in, you know, ankle deep water the entire time. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, having to take refuge in these little like stone bothies that they have, just like yeah. up on the mountainside <laughs> and try to light a little fire to get warm and like, <laughs> wringing yeah. out your socks and stuff. Um, you know. and we, we'd intended to climb five, uh, yeah. but we did three. And then it got to the point where it's almost starting to get dark. So we, yeah. I set off from my house at five in the morning on New Year's Fuck Eve. You know. And then by like three o'clock in the afternoon, we were. It was starting to get dark, so we're like, fuck. Yeah. So we basically legged it down the mountain as fast as we could and got to the pub and warmed up. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was lovely. It was just a nice sort of antithesis of New Year's yeah. Eve plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was just, yeah, lovely experience, nice. massively underprepared and ill-equipped as, <laughs> as is tradition. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was great. I love it. So that's, like, that's one of the things that I, like one of my kind of goals for this year is to basically do more sort of stuff like that like I've obviously I've talked um about it before with the the kind of gym goals but um but the guys that I normally do the boxing thing poker with we've already arranged that we're going to do a a monthly games night where we just meet up and play board games and stuff like that um but I've over the last few years like the last two years obviously but even before that I'd um I'd stopped going out and doing fun stuff and 
like climbing mountains and shit like that. Like I've been up fucking Snowden, God knows how many times and been around Brecon a few times as well. And I want to start doing stuff like that again. Um, so yeah, that's kind of one of my sort of goals for this year is to just get back into to doing that um, because it's like, it's, it's such a simple thing, but I think like setting those goals and being conscious of it um, is a really good, cause I'm, I'm so fucking liable to just getting into a routine and not breaking out of that routine unless something makes me. Um, so that's why I find like the goal setting thing quite um, useful. Well, I mean, the, the, one of the reason, reasons we went up is one of the lads is climbing. I think there's like 208 peaks in the Lake District mm. and he's, he's doing them all. Oh, nice. And th- this these were like three of the last nine he needed to do. So he was like nearly there. Yeah. So th- that was his mission. That's fucking that he'd awesome. set himself. And he's, he's done it basically since lockdown. Yeah. Um, he's still at work and stuff, but all his weekends and stuff, he's like, yeah. right, I'm going to go and climb that other peak. I'm going to go and climb that other peak. Nice. Um, you know, do two in a day, three in a day. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to do five in a day. But yeah, that, just having that goal yeah. really sort of sorted him out mentally. But, yeah, I think physically, the thing. like he's, he, like oh, he's, God, he's yeah. in such good shape now. Yeah, I bet. Um, but, but I think like that, that's kind of like having having that that target, that goal. It's not necessarily um, something that you have to hit and if you if you reach that goal then you get some kind of reward it's it's literally just a focus a way of being like right okay well it it kind of gives you a a bit of a direction um because otherwise you just i I don't know about you guys but i just end up fucking if i'm rudderless i just end up going like uh i don't know and just going around in fucking circles and never doing or achieving anything and like i think even having goals like that can mean that you don't necessarily have to achieve them. You just have to maintain them and keep at it enough that you go, well, actually, I've kind of achieved the thing that I wanted to, to achieve by getting out every other weekend or whatever and being able to go, so I'm going to set a different goal because through doing this, I've discovered something else or I've realized that actually I don't want to climb every peak. I want to swim in every valley or whatever. Um, and so those goals can change and i think that's one of the, the other things that i i'm quite keen to do is have goals that i don't mind changing um like being quite open and, and public about what those goals are but also not being afraid to go well actually i don't i, re- I like that goal no longer aligns with what i want to achieve therefore i'm going to change it and uh, being honest with both myself and with anyone who gives a shit that yeah i can do that um mm-hmm. but uh but yeah and i mean it, it's not actually just like personal like life affirmation goals um like there's some other stuff that i want to do like within the the um tools tools facebook group the um the lightroom class that we did already from that i've had a couple of people message me being like oh, you know, thank you so much for that because it's inspired me to start taking photos again or to start thinking about the photos that I'm taking or whatever. Um, and it kind of reminded me of what we were doing with the schools of fools. Uh, yeah. Schools of fools thing. Um, and I quite like the idea of maybe doing a, excuse me, <coughs> maybe doing like a monthly, um, <sighs> seminar sounds like such a wanky word, but it's the only word I can think of to describe it. Cause it's not necessarily a class. It's just a, here's a thing here's some information about it, demystify it, um, you know, go out and have some fun and see if like 
some of the other fools um fancy running one just not even as a um as a class as such just as a like a little talk about a thing that they know a little bit about that maybe someone else wants to get into but doesn't really know where to start mm-hmm. um just as a a way of kind of building a little bit of community um inspiring some other people and i mean that the little uh, i love the little kind of um group chats that form as part of that um yeah even if you go along to the class and you go actually you know what this isn't for me and you drop straight out of the group chat fine but it means that a few people can stay within that and they they can then inspire each other and encourage each other and learn and grow together and i think like being able to um to assist in something like that happening is is really good so yeah that's kind of one of my other goals for the year is to get more things like that going um but yeah i don't know if you you guys had any uh like particular goals or anything that you were thinking of for this year i mean defo make essential (laughs) well yeah uh after the third time trying um i mean just going to an event doesn't really sound like an achievement but it will feel like one hundred percent if we finally get it done um and there's a lot of the guys um really up for being involved this time which is great um so hopefully it'll be a bit less um organizational stress <laughs> um because i because i think a lot of them are really up for kind of taking some of the load nice. um but yeah just even <sighs> there's multiple facets to that it's like seeing everyone and um, there's there was a post i think joel obviously if it was on facebook um it was something <laughs> about like meet your internet friends yes i uh, know that was uh that was laffy i think was it laffy oh, right. yeah um and it's just it's so true you know yeah. so, since 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 we've met Steve, since we've met Brett, you know, since any of the guys that you've actually yeah. come to co- come in contact with in real life, um, it's been nothing but amazing. So mm. it, I can't stress enough if anyone is wanting to get involved. Like even the um, the Lightroom thing, Steve, it was just yeah. a pleasure to see people jumping in, getting excited, wanting to be a part of it, you know, yeah. apologizing that they couldn't make it because they yeah. really wanted to. But I mean, obviously, it's not, you know, it's, it wasn't the one and only attempt. Yeah um but yeah i'm i'm desperate for for that kind of yeah just creative meeting and yeah that, that's that's my biggest challenge for for this year mm-hmm. I think however, were... however many events there is you know yeah let's start with one if that works you know maybe there's something through the summer yeah maybe there's a a, a camp that we go to or you know something in the states in the autumn yeah. but we'll see how we go yeah definitely i feel like they're always invigorating right yeah. and we've probably talked about it before if not on the podcast just between ourselves but every time you do those hangouts you get <laughs> it's it's very invigorating you share a lot of creativity with these people it's a more relaxed hangout situation even if it is one of the big events you just find these moments to get you know re-inspired by the other creative people around you so i i know it's really important and i hope that everybody's events, wherever they are goings on around the yeah. world, I hope people get to attend them. You know, we're obviously still dealing with stuff and yeah. real life things that are affecting people. So yeah. I, I still personally, I still have that approach of like, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to um, detract from the safety of it all. And, and like making sure that it's not causing more problems than, than good yeah either for myself or the other people so um 
I'm crossing my fingers for that as well. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think like with regards to the meetups and stuff like that, like I, it's a weird thing because I love the the friends that I have around this area. Um, I love them to bits. Um, and I don't actually see them that much um, because it's that whole thing of, of needing an excuse, which is why, like I said, I'm, we're setting up that like regular games night mm-hmm. um, just as a way of actually catching up with people. Um, and it's not about the activity as much as the 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 act of of seeing one another and in, interacting um and i think yeah that the events thing is a really good shout because like i say I, I love my friends around here but they don't um they don't inspire me in the same way that uh my internet friends do um mm-hmm. they don't they don't make me want to to make more stuff or to do, do more things or take more photos or anything like that mm-hmm. um it's we're very lucky to have um such a, a great group of um supportive and encouraging and in- inspiring people around us um and that's one of the the best things about the the kind of the community as a whole but particularly the the, the fools with tools crew is the fact that everyone is so fucking encouraging and um and so inspiring as well so yeah i think that's a a very good shout um and i'm also hoping to make it to a few events this year, including may- maybe one in Germany, maybe. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brett, what about you? I think as overall goals go, um, so much of my stuff is is more like life-driven than it is uh, making or, or YouTube or any of the other stuff. I think the events situation, you know, I'm hopeful for, but I have enough stuff to do here that I feel like will be very big personal goals, Hmm. Um, especially after the last couple of years uh, with things just obviously not going exactly as planned out here, right. With, with like moving and then getting this house and then not actually being able to work on it and kind of living out of a suitcase. Um, I'm starting to make enough progress and, and finishing little projects here and there between the bathroom and the kitchen, it's obviously going to feel like a much bigger project because they are time intensive and I've given a lot of uh, energy and and thought to them. And then it opens up all the fun stuff. You know, yeah, I hope I can call the, uh, the county and everything goes well with me getting the paperwork because that's, that's like, it will change a lot more than just like a piece of paper. Yeah, a lot will change financially and, and otherwise, but I haven't actually gotten to make anything for my house that that is just for comfort's sake. Yeah, I'm putting a little extra thought into the aesthetically pleasing aspects of the stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, I didn't need to make a sink out of a symbol. I chose to, <laughs> but it's a sink. Yeah, right. It it serves a function, but it doesn't actually feel like it gives me a lot of return uh, as far as achieved goal. It was a fun project to work on, but I think something like making a bed. And being able to sleep here. Now, I will say this. I didn't I didn't do it in the intro, but I slept here. That was a goal. By the end of the year, I wanted to be able to sleep here. And not just set up a tent and do that, because I could have a while ago. But I this little knockdown hammock thing uh, that came out of the container house. And I slept here a few nights before the end of the year. Because mm-hmm. I could comfortably wake up use my facilities. I made coffee on a hot plate, you know, table yeah. saw, 
table saw coffee. Um, <laughs> but I have more goals like that in mind. Like, can I comfortably sleep here? Getting the shower done is not only kind of wrapping up the bathroom, but it also means that like taking a shower in my own yeah. place with hot water. Yeah. I, I did all of that. I will have been the reason that all of that exists. And I feel like it will be very fulfilling. Um, all the other little additives that come with building out this space and knowing that the goals that I set for myself was to probably buy as little amount of stuff as possible and make everything that I can, because that's, I think that's what we all as, as makers, even if we're hobbyists or, or just kind of doing it on the weekends on smaller projects, that fulfillment of making something that even if it exists, like you made a version of it, you didn't need yeah. to go out and buy the thing. It doesn't matter if you saved or spent more money. It's, it's the achievement. Hmm. I, I could get a bed and a couple of chairs and be kind of set in here, but that's not the plan. And I don't feel like that will feel, sorry, I don't feel like that will be meeting any goals, right? Or achieving anything for myself. So a lot of the, I would say the majority of the goals that I have this year are so driven by this house and creating a comfortable space for myself that I can own all of the fails and achievements in what went right. What did I have to fix? Because I did a bad job. I've never had that kind of ownership on anything before property, especially. Yeah. So fuck, like I bought a black toilet. I did not make a toilet, <laughs> but the fact that I hooked up the one thing that needed to be hooked up to a water line wise. Yeah. And then did the finishing and all the wax ring and all that stuff. It was like, Hey, I put a toilet in and now yeah. I can use the bathroom, which is yeah. very, very nice. I think, um, yeah, I think technically you need two things hooked up to a toilet, but I might be, I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise it's going to be a pretty messy. <laughs> oh, right. The, the yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Al. Well done. To be fair, I think so, the bottom one's probably more important than the top one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could just run a garden hose into the top. But <laughs> I mean, if it's black, you know, yeah. you, yeah. you don't I even mean, need to flush. Hey, not to get like TMI about the situation, but there have been a couple of questionable, like, is there anything in there? I Did I drink a lot of Guinness last night? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So yeah, the, the personal, personal goals, like 100% yeah. on me and no one else really has the influence on them either. Right. No one's coming out here and saying, you know, what you should do is build your kitchen this way. Yeah. It's well, just I think me. That's, that's a really good um, way of doing it. I think it is very important to have those personal goals. Like I, I know I kind of brushed over mine. A little bit earlier on but i think having um having something that is entirely down to to yourself um is a really good way of doing it because it it means you need to take ownership of it and i mean i'm i'm not going to go too much into it but i know like what we were talking about before we started recording with um with our own self-improvements and mental health and stuff like that like i think having those kind of personal goals as well it it really helps it helps um a, it helps ground you, but also it helps give you a sense of achievement as well. Um, it can be a little bit frustrating at times if you're, if you set a goal and you feel like you're not achieving it. Um, so I think it's important to be realistic with the goals that you set and either set several and, and maybe break them down into smaller chunks or have something that's maybe a little bit more abstract. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I do. I think that's a, a genuinely a really good thing that you're doing. Yeah, it's a good point that you bring up too. the the achievements 
Um, I, I would add in that perspective, gaining a little bit of perspective helps on these things too. Yes. Um, self-awareness, your, your own mental health and being aware of those things that like we were talking about, but I, I feel like I'm gaining more and more perspective over the last year yeah. of not only what, what am I capable of? What do I consider goals for myself? But also when I look out at other people, it's not setting unrealistic expectations for your relationships or your friendships or hell, if you are in a space where you're dealing with sponsors or working, buying products from people or whatever, that you're not setting unrealistic expectations for those kind of things. If you're somebody yeah. that's pushing to create a business for yourself or sell products that you're not being unreasonable with <laughs> your clientele. Well, I produced a bunch of this stuff, but no one's buying it. Well, like, can you get mad at somebody in particular? Like, yeah, it sucks. You spend a lot of time making the thing and, and no yeah. one's purchasing it, but who, who are you getting mad at? Hmm. And I'm, I'm not saying that as like, you can't get mad at the clientele. I, I, you have to be able to look at it and say, I, I don't really get to be mad at myself. You achieved a goal of creating a product. Yeah. Maybe it didn't go the way that you wanted it to, but you also have to have enough perspective to realize that you achieved something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, a really important thing to kind of keep in mind as well is that, you know, that there's a big difference between setting a goal that's sell X amount of thing or make X amount of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's it's good to be kind of clear in your own head as to to what you're trying to achieve with that goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, so some of my, my other kind of goals this year. I mean, I, I've obviously got the um, the the gym goals and stuff like that. And I think the the kind of business goals that I've got, um, or the 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 forge is is having. Um, it's not really so much a goal as as some interesting stuff that's coming up this year. Um, so we might be can't creating, talk about it. We might be creating a second uh, channel um, to do oh, some exciting, some more interesting stuff that's kind of aimed at an entirely different audience. Because at the moment, the the channel that we've got is it's great for the maker community, but generally the maker community aren't the ones that are buying our products. Certainly not not in any large quantities. Um, so we're kind of looking at ways that we can do that. Um, and I think like as much as I don't want to start the whole new year, new me bollocks, like it is a really good opportunity to, to stop and, um, and regroup and refocus and to have a look at going, right, what do I actually want to achieve this year? And not necessarily set a resolution that's, you know, this year I want to make sure I eat more kale or whatever, <laughs> but like, actually just Al's face no no actually be a little bit more um more sensible about it and just like just, just to be clear right cabbage is fucking delicious right oh, fuck and, and like cavalonero even to an extent is, is, yeah, I is like palatable you get enough black pepper and butter in there but kale is just not pleasant i i would love to argue and be like oh no but if you put loads of black pepper and loads and loads of butter but it, it basically gets to the point where you're just eating butter and black pepper and not kale. Um, I mean, what's so bad about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think having um, being a bit more realistic about not realistic, but yeah, I think when you when you're kind of setting goals, actually just stopping and thinking, like, right, well, what do I actually want to achieve? Why why is it that I want to eat more kale or 
do whatever like get to the the root cause of what the thing is and then work on that and set a goal based around that rather than some arbitrary thing that you think you should do because everyone says that's what you should do like don't don't say i want to get a promotion because that's what i feel like i should do this year because that's what happens when people in the television they get promotions yeah Yeah, exactly like just go actually no i i want to i want to be happy in my job how can i achieve that like yeah i mean that that kind of quasi segues into my biggest goal this year which is to try and climb out of debt yeah Um, you know, hopefully come April, there'll be a lot of things paid off. Um, I'll get taken off this fucking emergency tax ban that I got put on for a year for some reason. Um, yeah. yeah. And and then by the end of this year, pretty much all my debt will be gone. Um, nice. And it sounds not trivial, but it sounds like it's not, you're not actually gaining anything. Mm-hmm. You're just zero. <laughs> it's not like you've actually achieved anything. Yeah. But I remember paying off my student loan. Yeah. Which is a huge burden. Um, and that was just such like a weight off. Yeah. And to not see that money disappear every month was just um yeah. a, an absolute godsend. But what it means as well, um, because money's kind of been a huge barrier for me for a lot of reasons for a long time. Yeah. Um and if I get out of this, it means I can start thinking about what I actually want to do. Yeah. Career wise, you know, do something that's actually worthwhile and good for my physical and mental health as opposed yeah. to just paying off bills um, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully it'll put me in a better position where I can instead Move of so- the West Country. yeah well yeah no instead of sort of moonlighting is, is yeah. something I want to do and scratching yeah. around for like uh, uh, an afternoon here or an evening here or you know time and energy in yeah. morsels to do the things that I'm really passionate about yeah actually hopefully I can fuck off my job <laughs> and think about doing something that I do want to do um, yeah. and there's there's so many cliches of, of like um the, the the thing you're doing in your spare time is what you should be doing for a living yeah um but it's so true you know I want to fix things and make things build things and invent things yeah that's what I'm passionate about that's what I get energy for that's what I get excited about and inspiring about yeah so that's what I should be doing um yeah. so hopefully this year is the end of a chapter in my book and there will be a lot of closure for yeah. that, I think. I mean, as someone who very recently was in a very similar position and managed mm. to claw my out of debt, uh, I wholeheartedly and honestly cannot fucking wait for that to happen because I know firsthand what a fucking drain that kind of debt is yeah. and how difficult it, it can be. to Because when you're in a situation like that, it's so easy to just go to bury your head in the sand and just let it get worse and worse and worse. And <laughs> do do a Jimmy, just get yeah. another credit card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like never see a way like out. Jimmy worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And like being able to have that kind of moment where you go, actually, you know what? I'm just going to fucking put my head down and get on with it and get that cleared. And then I can start achieving all the things that I want to achieve. Cause I, I was in a very similar position. I was, that's why I was still in it for years because it was like, well, this pays good money. I need to to do this to get out. And then like when I switched over to the blacksmithing, like it was only like this time last year that my, um, my pay went up enough that I was actually in the black every month, as opposed to being in the red after just my bills. Um, like there was a time where I was every money I was losing 
money every single month. Like I was having to use my cards every single month just to make ends meet. Yep. Um, <laughs> and like being in the position I'm in now where it's like, th that's why this year I was talking to a friend about it earlier on. Like I, I have so many plans to like, li even little things like there's a tattoo that I've been wanting to get for fucking years and I've got it booked in to get that started this year. Um, I'm hopefully going out to the States at least once, if not twice this year. Um, there's a couple of like just a day trip to a different European city or like a weekend sort of All thing. right, money bags. Like, <laughs> but that's, that's the thing is like, it's not necessarily like I'm going to be doing these things every month or anything like that. It's just the fact that these things aren't, are no longer a ah, fuck it. I'd love it if I was able to do that one day to being, I reckon I can do one of these. Like, fuck it. I, I'm actually going to try and do that this year. And yeah, it's fucking glorious. Like, I, yeah, it, I'm honestly so excited for you to, to be free of that and able to, to live your life as you, as opposed to your life as a fucking drone in an office. <laughs> um, I think we're all in similar stages, or at least we have a lot of similarities when it comes to this kind of thing. And I feel like it's very often avoided. Like no one really talks about money or financial situations from the realistic perspective of like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, you're up to your eyeballs in debt, but future can deal with that. Or at least I'm making payments and like, it'll go down in 10 years. Um, the last couple of years for me has been you know, a, a bit of a struggle for various reasons, but mm. one of the ones that constantly exists is this, uh, this fact of like the give and take of the money. And it's a goal for me as well. I'm, I'm matching you on that, Al, that debt is my debt aside from the house, which is obviously I don't have the money to just pay it off, but personal debt, the credit card, the one credit card that I've had for 10 years is the lowest it's been in eight years. Nice. And I hit that like December payment and it's the lowest it's been. Like I, I looked back through because I, you know, I've been in a situation where I had to keep using it. Yeah. I, I, I had to pay for things and I didn't have the funds to do so. And, and we make it work. Right. And then I try and put my head down and work harder to try and work that off. And then it just feels like here's the analogy I'll go with or the visual I'll go with. It feels like there's a brick wall in front of you that you're punching through and you're like, I'll get it. I'm going to, I'm just going to keep punching this thing. And then when you punch through it, you look through the little hole and there's another one 10 feet yeah. away. And I feel like very often the wrong kind of person or the wrong kind of approach to that is like, well, there's no use punching through the rest of this one because I've still got that, right? Yeah. I'll go make some money and buy some iron knuckles and then I can punch through easier. I genuinely feel like the last, and I, I keep saying this six month thing because I feel like I have a marker that's personal, but yeah six now seven months going on i have just been blasting holes through this first brick wall nice and i know there's more i know there's there may be one more or ten more it doesn't really matter but absolutely nothing is stopping me 
And I know that if I can get through the first one, then I can get through the second one. And yeah. it doesn't matter how hard that fight's going to be because let's, let's call it naivety or willful ignorance that there was a time in my life where I didn't pay attention to enough of those things. I wasn't aware. Yep. I let things slide. I let myself <laughs> go into a lot more debt than I should have because I justified it for a few yeah. different reasons. And even though, even though, and this is like, I, I say this with all the love and care for the people that have been supporting me and helping me maintain what I am doing. As much of a struggle as it is, I chose, especially when I moved out here, I chose to embrace this 100%. Yeah. And it's not like YouTube's paying out. And it's not like social media is really tracking so hard that I'm, I'm free. Everything's fine. Like Limestrong sending me free shit. No, that was $500 worth of stuff for yeah. a tiny shower. And had I known that was the case, I may have approached things differently a few months ago. Every preparation I've made up until now, that's kind of what I'm going to do. But well, yeah. that's it's it may not be a full brick wall. It's a plaster wall, but I have to punch through it. <laughs> But I, I would love to know that there are more people, and obviously the three of us have been talking about this now for 10 minutes, but I think it's more, um, sorry, it's less apparent because it's less spoken about, but I think everybody at a certain point has either dealt with this or is dealing with it. And I would love to know that more people are being self-aware or aware enough yeah. to go, this is not good. And it's, yeah. it's like toxic behavior to justify those things, right? It's when somebody has a drinking problem and they go, but it's only when I am social. Yeah, I only get that blasted when I'm out <laughs> drinking with friends. Yeah. And you're like, yes. On a Wednesday afternoon. 10, yeah. You have 10 groups of friends and there's seven <laughs> days in the week and you figure out which ones to go out with every night of the week. So yeah, you're, you're justifying that you have this debt because you can pay it off. But really like you're going so far into that that your minimum payments are just it's all percentages and maths you're not going to be out for 20 years do you want to hold on to that for 20 years because you couldn't either stop yourself or say that the real priority is for me to get out of this because it will allow someone like al doing this to look at the rest of his life not be 50 years old and saying okay now that i've paid that off what am i doing yeah too little too late you kick yourself in the ass for not knuckling down and saying for the next six months i'm only going to focus on paying this stuff off and live at a minimum you're an adult and it feels like you're going through college eating ramen noodles again and who fucking cares because no one is judging you aside from you you put yeah. up a facade and say everything's fine you're crippling debt fuck you that's super unhealthy <laughs> Soapbox, uh, you can so, you can yeah, actually you kick can my buy, soapbox out of the way. I'm sorry. You can, you can you can buy just plain noodles and make your own ramen, which is <laughs> <laughs> even cheaper yeah. and more delicious yeah. and more satisfying. Yeah, but I, and I do think that's a, it's a good point, and it is like I mean I I think we're all quite good at um at talking about this sort of stuff and, and being quite open in the hopes that it it allows other people to be open and honest about it for themselves um but yeah i i think as, as much as i 
when you were saying it, it they sound at one point like you were going to say, I really hope more people are in debt. Like, that's not a good thing. No, not at but, all. I, I <laughs> no, think I, systematically, yeah. it's like accepted as this is okay. Yeah. And I think that that is a, a real problem. And I think it is good to talk about it. And I think, like you say, being, uh, I, I think we almost kind of all have a, a responsibility to, to be open about this sort of stuff um, because it is all too easy for people to go, um, to, to, to it's, it's the same with the whole um, success thing. Like if you're just looking at what someone's putting on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, they only ever put the good stuff up. No one ever puts, fuck, I'm in debt. Like no one ever puts, fuck, I'm not doing so well. Um, like it, it was interesting when I when I was in the workshop the other day and made the axe handles and made four axe handles, threw away four axe handles because they were all fucked. Um, and it's just lots of little silly mistakes. Um, and uh, the kind of the reactions to the the ones that I I put up and the, the stories I put up where I was like, well, these are all fucked now, um, was was really interesting because there was a few people like just having a laugh and taking a piss and yeah, fine. Um, and then there was a lot of people being like, well, well, what happened? Why, why is that not right? Because they didn't, they didn't know, like they, and I had to explain what had happened with it and, and all of that. And, um, and there was also like a few people that were just like, I know it sucks for you, but it's really nice to see that I'm not the only, like, it's not just me that that happens to like, yeah, man, it's like today was definitely a learning day, not a doing day. Like it's just the way that it goes sometimes. And I mean, we've talked about sharing failure before and I think it's it is a really important thing and i know we kind of keep beating that drum but it's it's that whole thing of of exposure and letting people know that it's 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 okay to to struggle it's okay to to ask for help um because i think that's another really important thing and that's something that i kind of um get a bit bit fucking soapboxy about as well is allowing people to ask for help because i'm fucking terrible at it i i really really struggle asking for help um but every time shit's really hit the fan and i've needed to ask for help whether it's about money or life stuff or whatever like that i know that that help has been there um and there was a few times um this this year or the last year where it just got to the point where i felt very close to the edge and just knowing that there are people there that I can ask for help and that will drop everything and help me was enough to, for me to go actually okay I can I can breathe again now I can like I've, I know I've got that safety net so I can refocus and I can rather than just panicking and flapping <laughs> around and falling it was like right okay I know that that safety net is there therefore I can concentrate on what's what I need to do sort of thing um so yeah I think let's say being open about it I think is it's a good honest a good way of of being as you're both talking both you're both saying things which are inextricably Shit. linked to um what i did on new year's eve mm. um literally climbing a mountain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and this is what it felt like and um brett you're punching through the wall thing i i felt like i was in some sort of like cartoon because we kept getting to the top of the mountain but then the top of the mountain was even higher up behind it you just yeah. couldn't see it yeah, and it kept yeah. happening, and I thought this is a fucking joke. There can't be this many peaks to this mountain, and you get to the top, and then like you know, hundred yards further back, there'd be another peak, and it just kept going up and up. And it was only when I was like, "Stop trying to reach the top of the mountain." Yeah, you know, it, it, if you punch through the wall, don't expect the next one to not have another wall behind it. Yeah, 
And it was that it was then when I kind of like succumbed to it. I was like, oh, and then I can relax and I can actually do it a bit by bit. But what also really helped is that was there was four of us, and two of us were completely out of shape and fucked. And it was only because I could turn around to the other guy and go, "Are you fucked as well?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, while two of the you know, the regular mountaineers were just like you know strolling up and in yeah. their in their lovely Patagonia fucking coats and stuff. Um, me at the back being able to be open with the other guy and go, this yeah. is really fucking hard, isn't it? Yeah. Um, shall we have a break? You know, what do you want to do? Shall we keep going? How bad is it? You know, be honest, you know, yeah. and, and and having that kind of um, sounding board. Yeah. Of not, not necessarily like, Oh, I'm in the same boat too. I've, I've been through that as well, you know, cause that yeah. can get a bit kind of patronizing at times, Yeah. but just having someone who's also struggling yeah. that you can go, Oh, well, what's your take on this yeah <laughs> is 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 so valuable as opposed to like you say steve that one person on their own do try to do it on their own not saying anything not being honest not opening up yeah i have one thing i've never brought up to anybody before but it's been a thought for a little while now is it just me or is it very typical nowadays because i don't remember this when i was younger to have conversations where you just compare with another person of who's got it worse. It's a very common thing and yeah. I hate I, it. Yeah. <laughs> why, why has that one become a thing? I hate that I've experienced it on both mm. sides of like, Oh man, it was a really rough day and you can't go, Oh, that's, that's tough. Like, do you want to talk Try about to it? Or should... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Where it just, it becomes this, it becomes this, uh, you know, like who's who's got it worse, and it's a competition to see how shitty somebody else's life is compared yeah. to yours. And for some reason, like, what is the achievement for having a conversation like that? Yeah, I mean, and I I know I know one hundred percent that I have done this to people. Yeah, where I've been like, but I've got it worse than you do, so you should really you should feel fine because I'm doing <laughs> fucking horrible right now. Yeah. So just maintain that perspective that you've still got it better than people over in third world countries. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who's gaining from that? Yeah. And I, I want to hear, I'm doing this for myself. I'm saying this for myself as well as other people, but I don't want to have those conversations anymore. Mm. I want, I absolutely want people to come to me and say, I'm having a bad day yeah. or things are not great right now. Yeah. And then whether or not they're asking, that doesn't mean let me solve your problems. You're coming to me to solve your problems. That means you've come to me to voice something like, what do you want? Yeah. Do you, do yeah. you want something uplifting? Do you want something cathartic? Do you want to just have a conversation where you vent? Yeah. I want to be there for that, but I'm so fucking done with this <laughs> challenge accepted that you've got it yeah. better, whatever. I, I think like it, it, it is something that happens a lot and it's the same. It goes the other way as well. It's the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. Like, you know, you, you buy a new car, I'm going to buy a new car with a better spoiler. Or I'm going to do the thing with the stuff. And, blah, blah, blah. and like, it, it's that whole one upmanship and it's this like one downmanship as well. <laughs> and, um, and, and by the same stretch, like there is a, a lot of people that when you say, actually, you know what, I'm really struggling. And they, like you say, they turn around and say, oh yeah, but, you know, people in third world country have got it worse or they've got it worse or whoever's got it worse yeah great but that that's not me like i'm this is the situation i'm in i'm struggling with it and there's this there's this thing where um uh like the i can't remember the 
I can't remember exactly the study, but the, the premise was basically the fact that if you place, um, if you if you see someone struggling and they're wearing like really nice designer clothes um, and you see them like broken down on the side of the road or whatever, most people will just drive straight past them. If you see a, like a single mum who's wearing slightly tattier clothes and is a bit bedraggled or whatever, and she's broken down on the side of the road, then um, you know, more people will stop and help them. And it's this, this whole thing of perceived, well, well, yeah, but they, they're, they're better off. So they, they deserve less, less sympathy. It's like, well, yeah, but if someone's still, if someone's in pain, if someone's going through something bad, it doesn't matter what the rest of their time is. If they're going through something, they're going through something. They still deserve some kind of fucking human compassion. Um, and I think like you say, Brett, like it's a really interesting thing. The fact that you don't want to be that person going, oh, you've got it bad. Well, here's all the shit that I've got going on as well. So, you know, I've got it just as bad as you have sort of thing. And I think that it is a really good thing to avoid that. But I also want to caveat it by saying that if someone comes to you and says, actually, you know what? I'm having a really shit day. It's okay to be, you know what? So am I. Like I'm right there with you, <laughs> yes. buddy. Um, yes. But you can like you say, miserate together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you can you can share that fucking misery, but don't don't try and pretend that yours is fucking <laughs> better or worse. Like just that's it. That's every, it. Right there. Yeah, everyone has shit. Let's just let's all just have a fucking hug. I mean, also like read the room. Like if you're yeah. the person going to say, "Oh, I'm doing really shit," think about who you're talking to first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean. It, to give that scenario the benefit of the doubt, I think sometimes people do that because it's their way of feigning empathy. empathy. Yeah. yeah, like, oh, I know, I understand what you're going through. Yeah, like I, I find myself not doing specifically that, but um, when somebody tells me a story, my way of getting them to know that I'm paying attention and I'm invested in the story is to to feed back to them my experience of something similar. Yeah, and then. I, I hear myself doing it and I'm like, I'm trying to, it sounds like I'm trying to one up them. Yeah, I'm going, yeah. no, no, no. I'm just telling you that I understand. Like, oh, I've also yeah. been to see the offspring. <laughs> it's like, I know, I know what that gig was. I know like. your pain. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, I did it too. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's a, just a human trait of, of, of common ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, I, I'm also in debt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it yeah. a fucker? Not like yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I've got pockets full of cash, and you're talking nonsense to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's a that's a good point though. It is, and, and again, that feeds back to what we were saying earlier on. Like, it's the fact that it's being able to go, ah, oh, I'm also in debt, rather than going, ah, oh, well, I'm in more debt than you, so you can't complain. Like, fucking, oh my god, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You um, win at losing. Yeah, congratulations. Exactly. Fucking whoop de doo. Um, but yeah, this is this is such a fucking weird topic. I don't quite know how we've got onto what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, like these I, are the things that I want to be better this year. <laughs> I want yeah. so much shit to just be better between myself and the community as a whole. And something has clicked. To where my outlook on these things is is more optimistic. Yeah. Because I think everyone's starting to feel it more because you've been forced to be by yourself more or be with less people, less distractions, all of that shit. Yeah. Take take some responsibility for yourself and and recognize how much better we could make things. 
between yeah. you and yourself and you and the other people around you. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I think like it's, it's such a, a, a weird time. Like just, and I don't mean like January. I just mean the fucking, the global situation at the moment is fucking ridiculous. Um, and nobody has a fucking clue what to do. Nobody has the answer. Everyone is fucking struggling. So let's just fucking, let, let's lift each other up. Let's not fucking, it's that whole thing of, uh, there's an Aquabats song about lobsters in a bucket. Um, and it's what fucking, fucking great. And... <laughs> Shut up. It's a fucking great song. Um, but the whole thing about like the fact that they'll claw each other down rather than lifting each other up. And I think that's, fucking true like we should be lifting each other up we shouldn't be fucking clawing each other down and when we are fucking all at the bottom of the bu bucket we should be able to share that shit and not try and there um but yeah basically go and set some fucking goals go and be good do good things be fucking spiffing <laughs> Uh, Alan, you got an order? Yeah, it's sab. Sab, uh, which means I'm going to go first. And I've got two things. Two, Well, I've, I've got one thing and one person I want to spiff. First one is, uh, I think it's a re-spiff. I think we've uh, we've talked about it before. And that is the potato ricer. Um, <clears throat> because I always forget that I've got it. And then whenever I use it, I'm like, why do I use this every time I make mashed potato? It's fucking genius. For those that don't know what a potato ricer is, it's like a garlic press, but much bigger for potatoes. And well, good description. Any kind of root vegetable, I guess. Anything you want to rice. Um, and yeah, it makes the, the best mashed potatoes. There's no lumpy bits. It's fucking great. Um, I like <laughs> <and> the lumpy <laughs> bits. Uh, the other one is uh, it comes from the Lightroom run through that we did uh, yesterday, um, and that is Vern Horst. Uh, who is a, quite an active member of the community, um, both uh, the Fools community and the other larger communities. Um, I've interacted with him a fair few times, but I think this is one of the first times we've like had any like back and forth properly. Um, was on the thing because Vern's also a very good photographer um, and has used Lightroom quite a lot, so he was able to offer some insight and. As soon as I said about like the fact that let's keep this group chat going and if anybody's got any questions or anything like that, you know, shout in there and either myself or anyone else that knows can jump in. And he was the first one to go, yeah, I'm more than happy to help out, you know, even if you want to message me directly. Um, and yeah, very he's cool. just a yeah, very, very cool guy. Um, it was it was a pleasure having him um, there, although it was a little bit nerve wracking at times because I was like, this guy actually knows what he's talking about and I'm just <laughs> making this shit up. He knows um, more than me. Yeah. Like, why are you here? Uh, but yeah, um, Vern's great. So go give him a like and a follow. He's uh, at Vern underscore Horst, uh, is in H-O-R-S-T underscore studios on Instagram. He is another underscore person, mm. uh, like everyone's favorite grumpy blacksmith. Um, so yeah, that is me. Uh, I don't have an underscore in my name. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, fuck's sakes. Uh, Al, do you want to do... I'm I'm rapidly losing the ability to talk. 
Do you want to do your spiffing before I'm I almost done, up? Steve? Stick it. I know. Out. Just, just a little bit longer. Um, so I I stumbled across a, a YouTube channel called Watch Wes Work, Wes W E S, um, and it's exactly that. He he just fixes like farm machinery, yeah, uh, in his massive garage. It's obviously his job. He's he's yeah. a mechanic, um, and nothing is like too big or too small. He he was fixing an ATV the other day, um. And then he was fixing like a massive caterpillar, like JCB yeah. digger, basically anything with an engine. He will, he will, he will repair. Um, he's kind, he's kind of got like this old Tony vibes, but yeah, much more just humble. And every other cut and take is him going, "Oh well, I fucked up." And <laughs> and, and, and it's, but it's literally. I mean, I could watch this guy on like Twitch. Yeah. It, it, his his channel is just watching him work. So here's how he solves a problem. Here's how he attacks something. Here's how he troubleshoots. Um, goes back in, tries again. Oh, that that didn't solve it. Let's try the next thing. And and it's all very um, kind of what's the word where you like uh, process of elimination. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's often working on on. Uh, vehicles that you know don't have a manual or don't have an extensive um like repair guide or anything mm-hmm. like that or mm-hmm. and and some some of them it's all like one offs so he's just basically like step by step see if it works if it doesn't work try again yeah. um, find out sort of thing. It's just, and it's just it's just really down to earth um his videos are just full of like his wife and who's just annoyed at him all the time and <laughs> his kid just coming in and like fucking up the scene and like messing with the machinery yeah. uh, and his dog and it's just it's just glorious it's 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 a very satisfying youtube channel um yes. and he's got loads and loads and loads of videos i think it's i think it's a relatively big channel um i guess yeah. people like watching this kind of shit. Thousand, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and he gets a lot of views as well so i think it's um it's a great channel check it out if you're into that kind of thing if you're into mechanics and how things work and nice. seeing people fix stuff uh watch wes work nice very good. good shout yeah um yeah so i'm i was just scrolling down through and he's got some quite cool looking videos on there because when you when you said about it i instantly in my head i was thinking like he was going to be a, a, a twitch streamer and it was just going to be him in his workshop just like no cuts. i, I mean obviously it's not live format. it takes him yeah. it takes him a whole day to yeah, fix yeah. something but it the but, the bits he does show is in real time yeah so mm-hmm. it's just essentially just like watching him work yeah no it's fucking cool nice good job man uh brett what about you? Oh, yeah. So this is definitely based on uh, me getting excited to cook again and get back into food because I used to be much more into food and cooking and experimentation in the kitchen. I'm close to that. And I started watching more food videos recently, specifically ones on like cooking with small work surfaces or just little problem solving situations. And then my YouTube uh, algorithm started suggesting just all kinds of nonsense. And clearly it saw that I like watching videos about people making stuff. And I've been watching a lot of food stuffs. So it sent me to Eater, which is a big channel, right? It's got a couple million subscribers. Yeah. So it's not like they're lacking for attention, but I did not realize that this channel, which I've definitely seen a couple of videos from periodically will have 
the craft behind a cooking aspect. So it gives you the story of, of a chef that's cooking this very specific dish that everybody loves in their area. But I will put in the show notes a specific video, which is a 96-year-old bronze bronzeware master showing the process of making these bronze pots in Korea. Yeah. And his team, one of which is his son, you know, who's still not ready to take over the business, <laughs> which is why he's still doing it. The guy has one eye and has been doing bronzeware since he was a young buck and you get a little bit of the story. It's well filmed and shows the process of these, you know, guys pounding out bronze and making these beautiful vessels. Um, And it's, there's a lot mixed in with it, right? It's not like a how to, it's more the story behind the maker, which I'm always going to appreciate the storytelling aspect, but I found a few more of those videos within that channel as well. Obviously it's been going on for a while. Yeah. So you got to do a little bit of digging because their playlist thing is 100% not set up correctly. I clicked on the one that says like handmade or whatever that it's titled as, and it has three videos and none of them are the ones that I was looking for. <laughs> so uh, I imagine, or I'm assuming that there are more of these videos. I know there's one on uh, some blacksmiths making walks yeah, and then some other uh, cooking as cooking utensils and cookware aspects in there. Yeah. So and there's Eater. one on like actual products as well. So there was there's one like on uh, specific Korean mushrooms and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good chat. I, I must admit, I'm not actually familiar with this channel. And yeah, I, either was I. I mean, yeah, I think I recognized one of the thumbnails and was like, yeah, I, I think I watched that, but I've yeah. never actually pinned down this channel and then yeah. like what they're choosing to to show. The fact that they actually are showing the makers behind the things and not just. It's not just a food channel with showing off a a dish made by a very high-class five-star Michelin guy. Mm -hmm. One of the ones that I watched was the mutton, uh, the beautiful mutton dish made Mm. by a guy who's been doing it all of his life. And he's still cutting all of the meat on the same wooden stump he's been using for like 30 or 40 years. (laughs) It's a beautiful story, right? And um, again, that guy, I don't know about you guys, you know, obviously how you have a cooking background, Steve. I know you're very into foods and you make the things uh but i'm now getting reinvigorated by being able to cook my own meals again in my space um and i i have some beautiful stuff that i've been using and i think it's all adding to it like i've stirred stirred my coffee in my french press with the stainless steel butter knife thing that (laughs) i got from you guys i've used the coffee scoop I have Steve Pellegrino's beautiful knife. You know, I, I have all of these things that have just been waiting to be used that I've gotten yeah. from all of my maker friends. This excitement to start the new year off knowing that I can cook soon. And then I'm just, I'm going to make so much food over here. It's gonna be <laughs> um, no, good chat, man. That channel looks ace. And actually saying that as a, as a little bit of AOB, um, we are... Oh, we're going to AOB now, are we? Uh, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, really? uh, do you not want to? <laughs> well, normally you kind of like, you know, make a bit of a ceremony about going into it. Do you want to pop off? Uh, we are, uh, as you may have seen, we've released the uh, the new pots, um, the saucepans and uh, roasting pans and pots God, and stuff. things are so that we're doing. So And they're pretty. so nice. I got to use mine today and it's fucking glorious and I love like, it. It's sad. It's sad to know, like, I'm so excited to cook, but I'm really going to have to budget 
what <laughs> shipping an entire set of kit from you guys is going to yeah. be. Well, like I say, if uh, if I'm coming over, then I can put it in, in my suitcase. It's a lot cheaper. No, you're not going to put 15 pots and pans into your fucking suitcase. <laughs> yeah, not, not that many, though. Just do what Rasmus, Rasmus did and just wear them on like a utility belt <laughs> and just wonder why people fucking stop him as he goes through any sort of yeah. security. And make sure you're sharpening everything on the trains <laughs> and planes because that's not yeah. weird or unsafe or like yeah. kind of, is that guy a serial killer <laughs> thing going on? I don't know. Oh, bless him. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're doing them. So go check them out. Although I'm fairly certain that they've all already sold out because we haven't actually got that many. And we need a couple of like spare ones for when we're like testing. Like, because we've, we've only really done this test assembly once, twice, I think. Um, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how many owls put up for sale, but we might have put up. Boy, we might be selling more than we oh, have. You're going to find out when you get back to this. Like, yeah. right, Steve, we're uh, 200 orders yeah. over yeah. what we have. And yeah. then we'll talk to you in like six months. Yeah. Like, Steve, uh, here's what you're doing for the next six months. Like, <laughs> guys. Um, Job security. Yeah. Uh, go, go, get some, uh, go get some of them because they're fucking ace. And I really mm -hmm. want one of the big 13 inches. Um, mm -hmm. uh, other AOB that I have is... Um, uh, go go watch if you've not watched it already. Watch Spider Man. It's fucking great. I really enjoyed it. It was a good fun. Yes. No spoilers. I get it. Um, I get it. But, yeah. Cool. Uh, is there any AB from YouTube? Just since we mentioned the um, uh, like the community aspects and trying to find your meetups and and have those healthy hangouts that will be inspiring and invigorating. Um, for anybody over in the States, I don't know that anybody would even be capable of traveling, but WorkbenchCon is at the end of next month. And I do know quite a few people over here that are super excited to go. They're hoping to start the year off uh, with a really healthy event and everybody's staying really safe. I know Bob just kind of announced that he's going to be there. I assume the whole I like to make stuff crew is going to be there. Um it seems like there's still, you know, quite a few people just playing things by ear to see how things are going. But I know everyone's really excited. If you're debating, I've heard that the event itself is good and there's a lot of knowledge and a lot of sponsors and tooling and stuff. But as far as community and the healthy hangouts goes, I have heard nothing but good things about the social aspect of going to the event. So maybe, maybe. You're on the fence. You could just go and hang out and not buy the ticket to the event. I'm just gonna put that out there. Just what? gonna put that out there because it we, takes we place at a hotel right? workbench con. Ah, cool. Yeah. So I have heard that there's just enough goings on outside of the actual you have to have a ticket space. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Nice. Good, I don't know. good shout. Top tip there from Brett. Top tip. Just get uh, within the vicinity and you'll probably <laughs> enjoy yourself. Uh, oh, did you have anything? Yeah, I got a couple of portions. Okay. Um, first one is, portions. is kind of another life hack. Um, leave your fucking Christmas tree up and yeah. just get the Christmas decorations off. Just yeah. call it a winter tree. Yeah. Leave, leave, your, leave your lovely lights up. Leave the coziness up. You know, it's still winter. Yeah. You're still allowed to have a cozy environment. You're still allowed to drink spicy That's drinks. Not a Christmas tree brand. And have spicy ornaments. Um, it's made of brass. It hurts a lot when you <laughs> um, Yeah, don't just cancel festivity just yeah. because 
of a, of a day of the year. Um, yeah. you take, take the little Santa off the tree, but leave it up. If it's a living tree like mine is in a pot, leave it in your house. It smells nice. Um, that that was just a, a, a little life hack. Um, yeah, my, agree with that. my other uh, AOB is um, Down Under Dan and his Diresta Make 10 Things Challenge. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I remember when Jimmy did this a few years ago, Brett. Did he make like pencil, pencil holders hold? or something yeah. or pen pots? Yeah. Yeah. 10 different For the techniques. Stuff. Yeah. 10 different um, materials and methods. Some of them bonky, some of them silly, some of them really cool, um, some of them really, you know beautifully crafted and, and and showing techniques uh and dan's doing something similar um are these he making business card holders yeah um a pen pot by any other name um but yeah if you're in the facebook group get on there join in if you want or just throw abuse oblique support at dan um in his <laughs> in his endeavor to uh complete the challenge i think it's a fun thing to do yeah. Um, and I'd love to, I can't wait to see what he's, he's going to come up with. So, yeah. And actually on that note, uh, I think that's like Dan is, and that challenge is a really good example of what we were talking about earlier on. He said on a hangout that he was kind of struggling. Um, and when he's struggling like that, he struggles with, with inspiration. Mm. Um, and other Dan, Dandles Dan, uh, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was Dandles, uh, made the suggestion to try the, the, 10 pot challenge thing um it's just a way of kind of forcing some creativity there um so yeah go i i fully endorse going and giving dan abuse um as way of thanking him for being inspired i don't want to say that he's inspiring because he's not he's a dick but (laughs) i don't want to be nice to him um but yeah go 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 see dan because he's he's all right really I still got a fucking duck above my doorway over there. Um, it fell off the other day. And I was really upset because it wouldn't go back in the right place. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, that Terry must have put it there because he's the only person that can reach that high. Oh, so, it has to have been. Yeah. yeah fucker. Um, right. Anyway, yes. Uh, so if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metal You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's. Oh, sorry, sorry. Right. <laughs> oh, no, rapid. Uh, if you want to find us as a group, uh, Fools of Tools, uh, FGPT Podcasts, that, that's it, we're, we're, wherever we are. Um, yeah, that's it. Like, well, welcome back. This, this has been a bit of a weird, rambling, uh, strange kind of therapy. This has been episode. a bit of a weird rambling, <laughs> yeah, as opposed yeah, well. to our 206 coherent episodes, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but this one's been like extra us. Um, but yeah, this one's been very extra, you're right. Yeah, it has been very extra. Uh, yes, that's it. So until next time, uh, we love you all, and we will see you in the future. Ooh. Bye. 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 <laughs> Welcome to the world of tomorrow.